what else the judge had said during her reading of that judgment. One unsettling thing that she did make mention of uh, was the fact that uh, following arguments, in fact, between the state and, of course, I mean, the defense and, of course, the witnesses that have been taken to the stand that an incident did happen on the 7th of September and not on the 15th of August. She said that was neither here nor there. What was actually of importance was the fact that the incident did take place and the evidence was quite prevalent that was presented in court, especially with the longer version of the video that was actually shot the day of the incident. She also said that she, she had no reason not to believe Mamaloni Mashonolomlotua, who is the mother of the child, when she testified and telling the court that she saw her son when she got back from immediately after the incident. She saw her son shivering, couldn't even utter a word due to the extent of, you know, shock and frustration that he was going through. And she said she was quite, quite a trustworthy witness that she had to really consider all the evidence that she tabled in front of the High Court sitting here in Middlebury. Mm. And we know that um, the defend- defendants, or rather the accused, had uh, accused Mlocha of stealing copper cables. Was there uh, any truth to this? Did the judge find any veracity to these claims? That's a Kuputong Patele commenting on that front, saying that if they were so keen to shoot the video of the whole incident, why didn't they see a need to shoot, of course, the, the copper cable in question, and of course to shoot the Nokiri that we've heard about in the, uh, in, in, in the thing during the ring testimony that it was used to beat him. Why did they choose to actually take him a picture after the incident? Uh, I mean, I mean, before the incident, before even sustaining injuries. So he, he, she kind of alluded to the fact that she doesn't take that into consideration because of the fact that they were saying, they were saying as the accused, they took the video just to prove that uh, they didn't assault the guy. They just wanted to threaten him. They just wanted to teach him a lesson and to make sure that he doesn't steal the very copper cable in question again. In their plea explanations, they also claimed that Mulotra threatened to kill them and their families. How did mm-hmm. the judge respond to this? She said, uh, looking at the fact that Mlota was vulnerable at the moment during when he was apprehended by the two accused, that a, a young man sort of being sent to uh, to work, at, I mean, to, to, to town by his mother to buy some groceries, he, there was no way that he, he was a threat to the two accused. He said they actually overwhelmed him. Towards, number one, they were two, and then he was all on his own. And the fact that they didn't utter a word, they just were aggressive, accusing him of stealing, punching him with clean fists and things like those as so they don't, she's not convinced that he doesn't the face that she was threatened. They were threatened. Yes, she acknowledges, of course, the fact that there are farm killings, you know, throughout Ndumala province, looking at the fact that we heard that one of the accused wives was, was actually killed in a, in a, in a farmhouse in, in, in Nilkebeck some, some few months ago. So she says, even, even besides the fact that they had that feeling, he didn't, he didn't have done anything beyond what they did to him that is now being done. We'll leave it there with uh, Abonyele Tumako, our reporter.